Trekkers. Welcome to this amazing Star Trek podcast on Trek Tuesday. I'm your host Serena, and together with my lovely co-host Amanda Hopper, we recap every two weeks an episode of Star Trek TNG. All the episodes will be recapping chronically following. We'll also approach each episode with humor and venom and luck. Today we are recapping the episode The Neutral Zone. Well guys, let's phone Amanda again. Hello Amanda. Hello. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Not as hot as it was the other days, but still warm out. Okay, okay. Yeah, well. I think one day we had had over forty, I think it said. Yeah, here too. It was pretty hot here. Yeah. So today it is the last episode, guys, from season one. Holy moly! We are at the finale of season one, guys. This is really, really great. So bear in mind, guys, in about two weeks, and uh, at the same. Um, hour when we are recording this one so it will be on the 16th of august we are going to have a live streaming of the episode we are oh yeah the child and we also going to make that a video recording also check out uh because uh, on spotify because spotify you can also do videos um episode now so or watch it on youtube and yeah then you can for the first time you can see us how we look like and what our face mimics are etc etc so today it's the neutral zone and the first comment i like to make is this was almost exactly of the last episode of Strange New World in season one. I don't know if you already have seen it, Amanda. No, I haven't seen the show. I have, so um, it's hard to watch when your dad likes to take over the TV in the living room. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's really almost the same, and in one way it was funny because it's it's almost the same storyline. But let's start at the beginning. So, the Enterprise is uh, somewhere because <laughs> Captain Picard needed to be in an emergency um, meeting. And meanwhile, they are there. They they found this, um, yeah, some kind of beacon, old earth beacon. Satellite. Yeah, something like that. It kind of looked like a satellite. Yeah. And Data wants to um, investigate because, of course, we know Data is very, very yeah. uh, curious. Curious. And what we also see, and I don't know if you noticed that, Amanda, and you guys too, Data is becoming more and more human. His reaction is more and more human. Hmm. I noticed he had a 
when he found out he can go over, he's like, hmm, had a little grin on his face. Yeah, I noticed he had that little sly grin. He's like, yay, get to go over and investigate and see what's over there. So Worf yeah, and then he takes, uh, yeah, he takes Worf with him. He takes Worf with him, and they are at a door, and Worf thought, okay, it will open by itself, like, they know, but it wasn't. <laughs> and you could see how excited Data was. Of no hmm. work, you need to, it's a uh, handmade because you need to open it with your hands and not with a tricorder, whatever. Yeah, and you can tell Data seems so happy with himself that he smart, kind of, kind of knew better than Worf did. Like kind of outsmart him attitude. I don't know if you call it that, but he's like more smart than Worf. He's trying to say, I'm trying to say, like he knew about the handle. I don't think kinda, it's. Uh, I don't think well, it's kinda, smart yeah. handled or whatever, but it is more like. Um, because this was old and very new, uh, even for Worf, um, it was for him uh, so excited that uh, mm. yeah that they find this. So they make a scan and they make open the door and they find those medical old medical stasis pods, and they find yeah. four no three humans in uh, that are frozen. Yep. Two guys and a girl frozen in stasis. That was very... That, you know, it also reminds me of, of that episode of Voyager when they find uh, Amelia Earlhart um, that the car that was floating in space was uh, originally a beacon. I vaguely remember that episode. I remember the episode of Voyager. I can't remember if it was Voyager or not, but it was like an old-style truck floating around. Think that was the episode? Yeah, that was that episode. And they uh, they find this planet where they can uh, live on, and uh, Janeway gives the crew uh, the opportunity to settle down on that planet because they are so far away still from home. And mm. when they uh, meet up in the cargo bay, she sees that no one will uh, get to that offer they are so um they they have confidence that january will take them home but okay then um picard tells riker that they are in the neutral zone and data and Worf need to come back to the bridge because this is, um, yeah, very important. Mm. And, but Dado was saying, uh, Sir, I can't leave them alone. I can't leave them here. This is not an appropriate uh, decision. So can I bring them on board? So, Riker gives him permission and Worf and... Data is bringing them on board, and um, so they are in the neutral zone now, and they are going to investigate all the outposts of feder uh, the Federation. 
En mm. Wissie. En by the way, there was also a star, uh, star uh, base that was destroyed. All of them are destroyed. And mm. immediately, War thinks it's, it's the Romulans. Because he knows the Romulans. The Romulans also have oh, yeah. killed them, uh, his parents. Yeah, on Kittimer, if I remember the name of was correctly, it was Kittimer that the Romulans killed his parents during a battle. Yeah, so, um, but it is just only speculation, um, they having a staff meeting, like Picard and Troy, um, Data, Data, Riker, and LaForge, what? and then, um, Picard went to the sick bay, and that's the first time Picard hears that Data have found those three people. Hmm. Crushes us. Um, I don't know what to do with them, but I defrost them. Wasn't really funny, but <laughs> so she tells Picard what happened, and she explains why those people have been frosted. That they have illnesses that they can heal easily now. Hmm. I think the woman, she had like an aneurysm in her brain, I think it was. The other one had a her condition. And the other one, I think it was emphysema and bad liver or something like that. Yeah, that is just uh, the, uh, the life of a musician, right? Uh, just with the drugs and yeah. alcohol and you know else what. But, but what, what's yeah. funny is... The language what the musician was using, it, that was really old country, you know? Hmm. Ding, 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 ding. Old-fashioned country type music. So, um, Picard called Data to the sick bay because Data has something to explain. And... Picard told him, well, normally I am a cursing my staff to be curious and to find out. Mm. But, uh, yeah, uh, this isn't the right time. No, it's definitely not the right time to be curious about something when, they, when they're dealing with the neutral zone and Romulans. Like, it's a dangerous situation. Well, not only that, but it is just, uh, Mm. Yeah, you never know what's happened now because all those, I f believe it was nine outposts and one starbase that is completely yeah. destroyed. Yeah, I think that's what it was. And, um, well, they're still in the uh, sick bay. And Christian said, well, okay, I can wake them up. There is no reason to sedate them. Um, so, they first wake up the lady. And as soon as the lady saw war, she fainted again. What was funny? Oh, yeah, because that, that'd be a shock to the system after waking up after a couple hundred years. And you see this big tall dude. You're like, what the? And you're like, ugh. Get a oh, little did, faint there. Did you see, by the way, already the um, new uh, promo video and pictures of Picard season three with all the old TNG characters. 
I think they. Yes. I think they ate made wolf ate very good. Perfecto. Very good. Another silver fox of the group. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think they really look good. All of them, what they made. I it's know. Really but what character is Brent playing? That's what I want to know. I think. Oh. Uh, or he's gonna play um, that soon character that uh, wants to. Uh, well, like I said, uh, Soji's father. She's not called Soji, but I can't remember her name now. But uh, oh yeah, him... what is her name? Wasn't this Adam? Adam wasn't Soji's father. It was no, uh, I know, but Alton. I, mean, I I don't Alton. mean him. I mean he was uh, he played. Um, I can't remember her character's name now, but she found out again that she was. A some kind of a prototype. Oh. Uh, what's his name? I thought it was Core. Core. Core was the daughter to Adam. Yeah, I mean Adam, or he's going to play that scientist that is, uh, who was on the planet with Soji. Eric. Oh, that would be right? Alton. Okay. Alton Noonan. Alton Inagio, I think it was. Something like that. Alton something. But what I'm and then there's Noonan. What I also are interested in and very curious at is the last scene of Picard there was that uh, Wesley Crusher as a talker came back. I know. I wonder so, if he'll be in any episodes. So. What is going to happen with her, and are we going to see more time traveling with Wesley Crusher? That's what I'm wondering. Is Wesley going to be in it? Because that'd be really cool. Well, I remember with one of the uh, uh, interviews with one of the uh, owners of the owners, I mean, uh, producers of um, the last episode. They were actually fighting on where Wesley Crusher will appear in what series. Oh. So, yeah, I'm very curious if they are, and if they are, if he is going to see Picard again, and of course his mom. I really like. I in one way I like to see them having some kind of a little reunion. Yeah, that'd be nice. But there was also an, another um, another message that there will be some tensions between Picard and Beverly. So my f first thought was, are they coming to be back together again? Hmm. That's a good question. Will they meet up and resolve issues or something? I don't know. Who knows? But that those hmm. two uh, ending finale episodes from the TNG, that was just a uh, uh, future flashback episode. So he is not originally married to Beverly. Huh. So who knows? 
Who knows? Oh, we'll find out eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When when's it airing? This year or next year? I forget when they next said. Next year. Next year. Oh, oh, they gotta wait till next year. Picard hmm. runs to the bridge, and he told Riker, Riker, you have to take care and lead then those new people and keep them out of my way. Because <laughs> Picard wasn't fond of them. No. And then we see them uh, in like a guest quarters and Riker and Data are trying to explain uh, where they are, in what time they are, etc, etc. So, they're also coming at the point that they are going to explain what Data is and Worf is. And mm. although the people are very um, excited, they are also a little bit scared because, well, it's 300 years for them that they have been awake for the last time. Mm. So, yeah. It is really, uh, really a shock. Well, yeah, you've been frozen for 300 years. Wake up 300 years in the future there, and you're presented with the Klingon that freaks you the heck out and you faint. And then you scratch your head wondering, who's this golden guy? <laughs> I must Which say. Which is an android. I must say. Data is becoming more and more... Uh, human-like. Mm. His reactions and interactions. And you see that later on when uh, at the end of the episode um, that music musician said, well, yeah, old boy, um, you could be a good side companion. Uh, what well, what do you say? We're going to hunt for women, drugs, and uh, alcohol. And Data was answering like, oh, that would be interesting. And then he looked at Picard and Picard's face said everything. Like, Data, if you do that, I'm going to disassemble you. <laughs> and Data's like, okay. Just, he, he, Data can tell from his look of don't do that. That he shouldn't do it. And Data well, <laughs> also... Yeah, and Data also said to Riker, he's like, what is a sub-pit woofer? Or something to that effect it was? Yeah, well, we are st still at the scene that uh, they are explaining everything, and Offenhaus, who is a very important man in the finances, he said, well, I want to make a phone call to my lawyer, and I need to see where my profits are, and money, and this and that. <laughs> And then they are going to try to uh, try out the replicator. And the musician said, well, I want a nice uh, potatoes and uh, steak, steak and what the hell more. And then he said, well, cancel that. Just give me a good martini with two olives in it. So the replicator made the martini without olives. And... Uh, although it is synthetic and uh, people from the 24th century are can't be drunk with it, uh, for him it was very strong. What was really mm. 
funny to see, but okay. And then he asked for TV and like a porn channel and uh, well, Riker didn't know what it was and even Data was had no clue.com. And um, so the musician said, well, you must be having a very boring life. Picard was hailing Riker and Data back to the bridge because they are on the... Um, uh, on the in the neutral zone, and uh, so those three people really wanted to know what was going to happen to them, because yeah, I can imagine after so many time, and we only see that a little bit later in the episode what quite an effect it has of uh, the three of them. Mm. Uh, we see the woman crying and taking it all in and uh, later she wanted to know what happened to her boys and her husband and then she found a uh, eight Relative. times uh, grandson who was a spitting image of her husband mm. and also had the almost same name as one of her sons Tommy I think it was yeah and I think his name was Thomas and the funny part was about the part was also that um, the woman uh, who was looking after that and uh, she Troy helped her to cope with those feelings and uh, help her to find a family that still uh, was alive. Um, you could see it was very double because in one way she wanted to meet her family. But she would be mm. like a relic. She was like eight or nine times in generation. And but then the other hand, because of that, she says, uh, I don't want to disturb the timeline. So it's better for me to stay here or whatever else more. So we are back on the bridge now. And Troy is giving Picard a uh profile of the Romulans what they know but it the information they got is not up to date because it is 50 years that uh, they have encountered for the last time Romulans and mm. so Picard also told Troy well thank you very much everything is helping uh you need to go to the orgasm now because they need your guidance and counsel so uh, Riker told Picard, well, Captain, the lack of information can also be uh, a good fortune for us because they also have lack of information about us. So they want a confrontation. So what they need to do is have the ship in high alert and just investigate what happened. So Picard said, well, um, I appreciate what you're saying, but we're going first to yellow alert first, cause we don't know what happened. Yeah, cause red alert is normally reserved for like super, super, super serious things like massive attack. Yellow is just to warn you. So right now at that point they decide yellow instead, cause they're not sure what's going to happen when they meet up with the with the wrongs if they're going to fire or not. So yeah, they just. Go to yellow for now. 
Well, one day, uh, uh, when Picard and Riker talked about the taxes, and even Worf told Picard, well, we have to go right alert. They are killers, and they are, um, in one uh, outing, it's they are very aggressive, and in, in the other moment, they are very gentle. And we also could see that with, for example, with Sila. Sila was mm. a child of a Roman uh, subcommander and, of course, uh, Tasha Yar. Mm. And oh. uh, Tasha Yar always said, um, yes, I was some kind of a prisoner of that Roman commander, but he treated my, he, me well, and we have a child together, etc., etc. And, well, in the middle of that conversation, um, it was Offenhouse, that financial man, was calling for Picard. And, guys, I don't know what your opinion is about Offenhouse, but I hated the guy. Oh, oh my, he was, he was so... a jerk. Yeah, and he was so a jerk. He was stuck up, uh, opinionated. He's the type of guy. He's like the type of guy you want to throw out of an airlock. Another member of the airlock community, as yeah, I call it. Also, he was the one who always uh, was the boss over everyone, and now he had to be guided, and there was someone else who was the boss over him. So mm. when Picard uh, went to him, and uh, he was so freaking annoying. Oh, I man. know. I could hit him, really. Yeah. I, well, I don't get a good punch, but I could kick him with a steel toe boot. Well, <laughs> Picard and he had a conversation, and Picard said, well, it isn't about money anymore, or uh, property, or whatever. And Ovenhouse answered with this, uh, answered, well, it's not about property or money, it's about power and i want power of course and he does picard was trying to explain well you are in the 24th century now uh that's some kind of power that is not anymore on earth so you need to bust out so um then we are in the sick bay because that musician Wanted some drugs and alcohol for sleep and get up. And he was very uh, free in talking to Beverly. Mm. And he had the words with, well, you're the prettiest doctor I ever seen. And, uh, well, give me some of the drugs because it helps me sleep. And she said, well, you don't have that anymore because you are fully healed. So, you don't have that anymore. And, um... Yeah. I think he perceived the slapper in the butt or something like that. Yeah, he had really strange faces in, uh, communication. Mm. It was very country-like. And I think after he did that and he left, she's like, much obliged. Yeah, and... Then um, Data was saying something about Romulans in uh, the musician, uh, and 
he was the musician didn't um trust us so he told the others and the damn open house again was leaving it the cabin and was looking for picard mm. so he ended up on the bridge and the enterprise was still <laughs> investigating and nobody was uh, seeing open house when he was came on the bridge normally yeah you could noticing that uh the turbo lift wheel is there and the turbo lift doors are open so yeah because the, yeah, the door makes some noises when it's opened yeah yeah so you think so, so you think somebody would have heard right away yeah but that was not or they were too concentrated on their business yeah in so um they will all investigate all those uh, outposts, and there really was um, evidence that it was the Romulans. And you could feel that the swear was very tense, and then they noticed a fluctuation in um, energy. And so Riker said, well, that can be their uh, cloaking device. And big Romulan warbird is appearing. And I think they were a little shocked by the largeness of the ship. Mm, that sucker was huge. Yeah, it was. And, you know... And if you I think see- they call it the bird of prey. Because when you look at it, without the bottom piece, and you look at it, actually looks like a bird of prey coming after you in the sky because it's got practically the shape of wings and the front kind of looks like a beak. You know what I was thinking too uh, at that picture? Um, you have the Romulan bird of prey, but you also have the Klingon bird of prey. And they are very similar. I was thinking, what were the um, thoughts of the designers to make those two so similar i really thought about that and the bird of prey was much larger than the enterprise yeah so captain picard was hailing the romulan ship and they meet commander tabok and right away i noticed that the skin of the romulans were very different than we know them in later series and episodes the skin of the romulans were very greenish and grayish yeah i noticed that i was like is it just me is is the skin like is it me or my eyes being really screwy with me right now is their skin kind of grayish okay i was confused by that so like i thought my eyes i thought i was seeing something (laughs) no 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 i think um isn't this the first time we see romulans I think so, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's the first time we've seen Romulans. So this is also the part that um, I think... But the weird thing is, when they make the Romulans in the TOS, it was different because in the in TOS they had more color on. And if you have a look yeah. at 
if you're looking at TNG, it's more greenish grayish, the clothes. Yeah. And what was also what I can, and this is spoiler alert, sorry guys, but if you see the Romulans in Strange New World, they were going back to TOS. But okay, what one thing also was, and I was asking myself, before the Romulans were appearing, Picard said that security had to get Oppenhouse from the bridge. And then the Romulans appeared, and Oppenhouse stayed on the bridge. Why wasn't he taking off the bridge? Was it a moment of distraction by Picard? Moment of distraction because the Romulans showed up and Picard had to do his thing, so Picard was a bit more distracted with the Romulans, and the security guards looked like they were in shock when they saw them. Ah, hmm. I'm thinking. Perhaps, yeah, and, perhaps. Yeah. So, um, Tabuk said, well, uh, yes, uh, we destroyed the outpost and we're going to expand our territorium. So let the Federation know that we, the Romulans, are back. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think Picard says something in the line of, oops, I think we made our lives a little bit stressful now because of the situation we're back with the people and Picard was talking with the two men and finally Offenhouse got it into his head that he can't have power anymore because it's the 24th century now they live differently mm. so and they were very wonderful with what was the ship's name I can't remember but that ship. Forget the name too. That ship would bring them back to Earth. And the end scene of all is that Riker was saying, "Oh, it would be fun if they could stay because it would be uh, a blast from the past, and we could learn so much things from the past, how it was in this 19th and 20th century." But Picard said, no, Riker, we are a science vessel that is exploring, so we need to move forward. We are boldly go where no one has gone before. <laughs> and I think that was, that made me thinking, yeah, thank you, Picard. Yes, it would be nice. And they could learn something from the past and how it, it's been done, but um, I think Picard was right in this one. Well, guys, this was the end of the episode that we have been recapping, and this is also the closure from the first season of TNG season one. And so in a few weeks, it will be season two, episode one. And like I said before, we will make a live streaming and a video recording of this. Yeah. So stay tuned. Um, stay alert on the Facebook group. 
and um, you can see when it is. I have uh, sent you all an invitation, so you only have to accept that. Um, well, Amanda, this was the end. Do you want to add something? I do. Ha I do have to do my question first, though, don't I? Yeah, you. It was your turn today. Yeah. Yeah. It, okay. If you knew you were sick and you were gonna die, and of course, would you would would you want to be cry cryogenically frozen and defrosted in the future to be healed? If you knew you were gonna be sick and die, would you want to be cryo cry cryo frozen? I'll just say cryo frozen and technically be awoken. If even if it's a couple hundred years, would you want to be done that way? Good question. Hmm. So there's something else we need to do, and that is rating this episode. Yeah. But uh, my rating for this episode is an eight. Cause yeah. I say around that. It was a good episode. Around I say around an eight also. And. So Surely because we have seen later episodes in other series that have the same uh, team and they are a little bit better than this one. But okay. Mm. Well, guys, thank you for listening. And we would like you to join us in two weeks for that live stream and video recording. Yeah. And, um, I'm very excited about that because that's the first time we do this. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. I would say live long and prosper, guys. Yeah, live, live, live long and prosper, guys. Dear listeners, thank you for listening and join us in two weeks for a new episode recap. In the next episode, we will recap the episode The Child. Goldstock and Crackers also to listen, follow and subscribe on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, or on the other podcast providers. We also have a, a Facebook group and a YouTube channel. If you'd like to comment on the episode or talk with us about the episode we just recapped, you can reach out on the Facebook group and the YouTube channel of Goldstock and Track. I also like to tell you about my other podcast, Orenda Talks. In this podcast, I talk about books, movies, fandoms, and other geek things. On this podcast, I also have an extra episode series in which I will talk about everything Star Trek. You can find Orenda Talks on the YouTube channel or the Facebook group. We will see you in two weeks. Live long and prosper. Geek.